Hi all, welcome back to Manga for Dummies. Uh, today will be a little different than usually. Um, due to some time conflicts, uh, we weren't able to get together and do another episode. That said, I didn't want to leave you guys hanging with nothing, so instead I'll be doing a solo discussion. Not really a discussion, because you can't really discuss with one person. But commentary, I guess. So, yeah, it'll be a little more relaxed. I won't necessarily time myself. I can't promise it'll be long or short or whatever. But really, my subject today will be the, the ending of Demon Slayer. So, uh, the Japanese name being Kometsu no Yaiba. I'm pretty sure I pronounced that right, but if I didn't, don't tell me. Um, so, pretty much, I think it was actually quite coincidental that we were... We have been discussing these last few episodes on Full Metal Alchemist because, in some ways, I see a lot of, uh, you know, the, a lot of the spirit of Full Metal Alchemist in Demon Slayer. Um, so, for example, I feel that Demon Slayer might be actually this, this, this generation's version of Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, the thing being that there's a lot of similarities, there's a lot of things that makes it interesting uh, to to really discuss. So, um, for all those who don't know, Demon Slayer is a is one of probably the more well-known series in recent years. Uh, it began back in 2016, uh, being published in Weekly Shonen Jump, and it just recently concluded in, well, in, in 2020, with Chapter 205. So, uh, this makes it a total of 200 plus chapters. Uh, there's like, I believe, ha almost a dozen, maybe a little more than a dozen volumes that you can collect. Uh, overall, it has gotten like a lot of big waves, even at points beating out uh, One Piece in sales depending on, on the year. Uh, so yeah, so recently, a little while back, I wouldn't say recently, a little while back, the author did say that he felt that he wanted to... To end the manga sooner than who, even he expected, due to some family issues. Um, I won't really go into what exactly that really means, um, but either way, uh, the manga, for all intents and purposes, is done. If you're an anime watcher, then it still is going on. Uh, season one uh, went didn't go too far into the main storyline, I believe. I didn't personally finish watching. I watched mainly highlights, especially the fights, which were really high-quality animation. Um, but overall, there's still a decent chunk, at least, I believe at least another season worth of, of anime left. Um, that said, a spin-off series was announced. Uh, in, in any case, I, I'm not sure... I'm not sure what exactly the spinoff will do. I also know there's a movie coming out that I also don't have too much interest in myself. Uh, but yeah. So now let's go back to the topic of why I think this is... Demon Slayer has a lot of similarities with Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, so for one, like... Um, it, I guess in for context, my generation had what we call the Big Three. Big Three being One Piece, um, Naruto, and Bleach. And the reason why they were called the Big Three was not only because they were three of the highest sales generating uh, series, they also had a ton of, uh, they also had an expansive universe in each one of them, uh, really long, like, you have to think like 300 plus chapters, which for most mangas don't go all the way up to uh, the triple digits, so 
uh, the fact that these went over 300 and beyond in, if we look at stuff like one piece it's, it's over it's over 500 already um, so the, in our generation at least in my generation uh, which me and my friends have mainly grew up in uh, those three were the biggest names Full Metal Alchemist was a little different because although it came up um, around the same time uh, it, it wasn't in the Weekly Shonen Jump if you remember to back to it in episode 1 we talked about how it was in Weekly Shonen Gangan which was a mo- uh, not Weekly Shonen Gangan Monthly Shonen Gangan or Monthly Shonen uh, something, something like that either way it was a monthly series so the publications were a lot less frequent uh, coming out monthly instead of weekly um, and it was more of this compact more of this so for example um the big three was always for us sort of like an a dopamine, a dopamine uh, rush because it, it gives us like a weekly injection of energy. But the Full Metal Alchemist was always this more holy thing that we had to take with like a more reverence. Uh, like I remember, you know, some of the big three, so Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach, uh, had uh, some throwaway chapters, like really throwaway chapters. So you sometimes would just skip, run through them, had a quick discussion with your buds, and then you know, not really have much. But Full Metal Alchemist was always a little different. You always have, you always felt like you had to slowly digest and appreciate everything that was shown because it was like a rarity. It was a monthly thing. So in some sense, although Demon Slayer is a little different, um, although Demon Slayer is weekly. I do feel that there's a lot of similarities with Full Metal Alchemist. So for one, um, I don't think it'll be spoiled to say that in both series, your main character uh, doesn't necessarily start out as the strongest individual, nor will he, nor does he end as the strongest individual. So, uh, in if we look at stuff like the Big Three, especially stuff like um, Naruto and Bleach, it was pretty obvious that near the end of the of the series. That both the main characters in in Naruto, so Naruto, uh, was like this overpowered, um, pretty much like godlike being. And then uh, in Bleach, you could also see something similar with Ichigo, uh, pretty much just be doing whatever he wants. Um, unlike unlike those, um, Demon Slayer and Full Metal Alchemist had Edward, who although he, like I said in in like episode two, that I felt that. Uh, Edward doesn't become much stronger than he is from the beginning of the of the of the series, so there's not like an you don't feel that he becomes overpowered. Uh, and there's a lot of like other things that were just Full Metal Alchemist especially felt that uh, there was like a higher echelon that had to be reached that this characters just never reach. Uh, in Demon Slayer, although he becomes much, uh, admittedly, he does become much stronger than he be- than he starts out from. Uh, there's also feels it also feels like there's a there's still a, another level to go up to. So it's like it's like how in most Pokemon series you finish a game with like your mons in level 70 or 60 if you uh, probably 60, 70 if you grind. Uh, it felt like you know there's still 40 to 30 levels left to go, but you just don't do it because, you know, who gives a shit? Um, so yeah, that's the kind of feeling. Unlike in, in Naruto and Bleach, where your guy was just a one, you're like, you're solo running with one, your starter Pokemon, and he like, uh, you win the game with him at level 100, just sweeping the Elite Four. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, 
Also, the story in um, Demon Slayer felt more compact. So, Demon Slayer is also, although the word Big Three was originally just a fan given name, uh, we could sort of see something similar in in nowadays. You know, Demon Slayer also came up at the same time as Hero Academia, or My Hero Academia. Uh, it also came up around Black Clover, Fire Force, um, Haikyuu, I believe. Haikyuu is a little different because it's more like a sports manga. So although it is shonen, uh, it's hard to do a one one to one comparison. But um, the others also, you know, Black Clover. Um, what did I say? Black Clover, um, Fire Force, and My Hero Academia also have like these expansive universes. Um. And it might be, you know, this half decades or, or, well, this decade, I guess, also makes sense. Uh, this is this had this decade's sort of big version of the big three. Uh, Demon Slayer always felt like sort of on the outside because it didn't. It although it had an expansive universe, it, its plot was a lot more linear, uh, somewhat more like Fullmetal Alchemist. So, um, although I hate looking at things in a one-to-one comparison. Uh, it's hard to deny that, you know, My uh, my Hero Academia has, like, this expansive universe. Although there's, like, vaguely more, there's, like, a, a linear storyline. It's, like, you learn a lot more. Um, Demon Slayer ha- felt very tunnel-visioned onto the big bad around midway through, which is a lot like Fullmetal Alchemist. Um, if we look at one-on-one comparisons again between the two, uh, Fullmetal Alchemist is... Um, Anime is like critically acclaimed, at least Brotherhood is. Uh, the other one, like I said in episode one, was well, was decently watched, but not that many people <laughs> would go as far to say that it's their favorite. Um, Demon Slayer was also similar in just this, um, this like the last two years. Uh, the anime is critically acclaimed, it's a beautiful anime, it's per- it's beautifully animated, uh, the music is amazing. Uh, it captures the spirit. I would even argue that the anime looks better than the manga on a one-to-one comparison. Um, so yeah, that was uh, the first story, the first thing I wanted to look at. So uh, Demon Slayer is coming to an end. For those who don't know, uh, Demon Slayer is has definitely is definitely recommended, at least from my part. Um, it's an interesting read. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. It has some really sad notes at times, which also is reminiscent to Fullmetal Alchemist. The big bad is really weird. There's a lot of body trans transformation, transmutation. Um, so yeah. Uh, I also think that there's um, in Demon Slayer. There's there's people called pillars, and then there's like flame pillars, and then you could just guess that. Uh, their people uses fire. Similarly, in Fullmetal Alchemist, there's Flame Alchemist, which <clears throat> I hope it's not too much of a spoiler to tell you that Flame Alchemist spouts flames. Um, it, there's like stuff like that. So there's a lot of similarities. I I like to. I I hope we one day do take a look at Demon Slayer. I don't necessarily know if we want to do it anytime soon because um, I don't think the other guys have necessarily read it. Um, but since they haven't. I might as well just tell him to go ahead and <laughs> do read it then. Um, in other news, that wasn't the only thing I want to talk about. So um, I also wanted to give you guys a recommendation for something to read. Um, so my recommendation 
for this week, month, year is uh, Higanjima. Higanjima is an amazing uh, horror story. Uh, it, it's it's sort of th part thriller, part horror, part uh, tragedy, part psychology. It's whatever. It's really a mixed bag. Um, the main thing is, I personally was never really a horror guy, so that because um, I don't necessarily want to read manga to scare myself. That sounds that makes me sound like a weakling, but I'm fine with it. Um, it's not that I hate being scared, just that it's not the kind of emotion that I want to elicit from reading. Um, but Higanjima was something that I found after digging through quite a lot of bad horror manga. So I, I went through a lot of, well it's not that they're all bad, it's that <clears throat> Higanjima was, had like a perfect blend of uh, scary elements, um, an interesting background, a lot of, uh, almost, I would call it lore I guess. Um, it, it its premise is pretty much that a bunch of kids, I want to say, I guess more like young adults, uh, wanted to go to this island as a sort of a trip. I forget if it was a trip or if they got stranded there. In any case, uh, they go there and then they get, they find out there's a bunch of vampires and then the island itself is, is um, protected by these giant monsters so they can't leave. And then they just have to pretty much find and kill this vampire lord. Uh, it sounds a little more boring when I explain it like that. But um, if you're a fan of anything gory, bloody, uh, scary, a little creepy at times. Uh, I think Higanjima is my recommendation for that. I suppose I could have waited for Halloween to discuss it. But whatever. You're, you're in quarantine probably like me. Uh, not in quarantine, you're in lockdown, stay at home, you know, stuff like that. Um, so if you ever think that, oh, how great the world was out there, you can as well just read it and be less disappointed. Um, finally, I wanted to do a quick talk about, since we already brought up the big three, um, so this isn't really um, new news, if that, that, that makes sense. Uh, but a while back, in I believe like early 2020, uh, it was announced that Bleach would be getting a sequel anime. So, uh, considering that one P the so if we go back to the idea that Bleach was part of the big three, um, Naruto obviously had sequel Boruto, which I would argue is a decent success. I'm not, I haven't really watched the anime. I read the manga because it's a quick swallow kind of situation. And uh, the manga goes into interesting enough spots that I don't feel like they're disrespecting the IP, the the property, um, in a negative light. Uh, it, it feels like a continuation of Naruto, I guess. The villains are a little on the weak side, but it's whatever, I guess. I didn't expect too much out of Boruto, so I got my money's worth. Um... One Piece obviously is just still going strong, um, although VJ hates it. Uh, One Piece still has one of the most expansive universes. It feels, at least in recent chapters, it feels like it maybe has a a end goal in mind. It's hard to tell because you know with One Piece, every time you go a little closer, it feels like there's just more to explore. Um, but Bleach, yeah, so Bleach. It's been almost like a decade since Bleach has ended. Um, so quick thoughts about Bleach, let me think. So Bleach, obviously, 
up till at a certain point i would argue that bleach was my favorite of the big three uh there was a lot of things that made it appealing um so for example uh in the soul society arc so that's when the the the, the what's her what's her name again the girl rukia yeah the rukia retrieval arc uh was in my opinion some of the funnest things i've read uh especially in in terms of the time timeline wise where one piece was at the time and where naruto was at the time uh the reveal of aizen as the as the big villain i hope that's not spoiling but it's like a decade old now so it's, you deserve it if you get spoiled um <clears throat> the reveal of aizen the reveal of uh ichigo's uh bankai um stuff like that were all super neat stuff um uh the anime has like some of the best music i've ever heard and i like consistently um the anime at the time felt like it had the best animation too um and yeah so there's a lot of things to like but then the story just went downhill from there um i guess i could have liked it up until uh, the second time well i guess up until the eyes and butterfly butterfly scene so if um if you've never read it or watched it, it won't be too much of a spoiler, but for those who have, the Ice and Butterfly was just such a turnoff. And then it went so downhill from there that it was just a major disappointment. Um, when it was given the chance for like a, a soft reboot into the... the Man, I don't even know what they're called. Like the, the Enhanced Humans arc. Uh, it felt like there was a chance it could have came back. It had a tiny bit of things going for it, but then it dropped the ball again and again. So it was really, really just disappointing to see such an interesting series, um, such an interesting series just go downhill so quickly. Um, so yeah, either way, their sequel anime, at least from what I've understood, isn't necessarily like a sequel like Boruto. It like you won't follow Ichigo and and what's her face or Hime's kid. Instead, you'll 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 be like a little bit further. I, I don't really understand what the what it means um so yeah i think it's interesting enough originally there was supposed to be an event or like a reveal or something but due to covid19 slash corona um really just it just got canceled so who knows what it will do um in but in that sense you know uh, naruto has done a okay enough job one piece is still going strong um Dragon Ball, I guess, is something also that's similar. Uh, similar. Uh, Dragon Ball has Dragon Ball Super. There's something before Super. Dragon Ball Super that was the that was overall well received. Um, so Ichigo, uh, not Ichigo. So if Bleach Bleach comes back, I do expect it to do okay. I don't know if we're talking about sales or whatever, but I think it, it should do okay. It, as like the thing is, our expectations for Bleach have been so beaten down over the years that like it's not that hard to bring it back even a little higher. So yeah, so I think that's really all I have for today. Um, so it's I didn't want this to necessarily become a new segment. Uh, it's more like a relaxed thing of cool things I wanted to talk about. If um ever we have another uh time conflict um i'll i'll probably just throw in one of these they'll be shorter but they'll 
they're better than nothing, I guess. Uh, if I could find, if two of us are available, but not three of us, we might have like a slightly longer. Uh, this one I'm doing right now is maybe, maybe hitting 20 minutes. But uh, yeah, from there, so just to recap, Demon Slayer is coming to an end. The anime is finally able to go ahead and do whatever it wants. Um, uh, and by whatever it wants, I just mean like finish up the story. I don't, uh, there's a side story of Demon Slayer also announced. It, I, I'm not quite, and a movie. I'm not quite sure what uh, the plot of either is, but if you're into that, you could read that, uh, watch that. Um, then finally, uh, Bleach is, Bleach also has a sequel on the way. Um, it may or may not be bad, but it can't be that much worse than how Bleach ended. Uh, and then finally, my recommendation again is Higanjima. So again, uh, I'm sorry if it's a little not structured this episode. I'm doing this off script. It was more of a on the whim type thing. I was originally not even going to do anything, but you know, it just felt wrong to not have anything going for you guys. Uh, I hope it's not too much. I might have a different intro music, but um, yeah, tell me how it goes. If you have any questions, you can always just, should I give you guys an email? You know what? I, I already made an email anyway, so it's mangofordummies at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us wherever you want to listen. Uh, we'll be back next week with an actual episode. Alright, thanks guys.